Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV, over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Survivor After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Nando Velasquez, and you can find me on Twitter at NandoVel. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in on YouTube, on AfterBuzzTV.com, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and everywhere. Uh, let me introduce my uh, my panel for this week. Joining again is Jeff Thurm. Hey, guys, it's Jeff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jeff underscore Thurm. And awesome, and we have somebody with us joining us, uh, a trainer here in L.A., and uh, he definitely can talk to us about the challenges that go on today. Oh, absolutely. Wes Ferguson. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, and you can also find me on Twitter at Westifer, W-E-S-T-O-P-H-E-R, in case I need to yeah, of course. And, and those of you who want to ask us some questions, feel free to tweet at us, and you can include the hashtag ABTV Survivor uh, as well to continue the conversation going on throughout the week. Uh, tonight's episode is called Living on the Edge, and I believe Joe said that toward the end of the episode. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of figured that Joe was definitely in danger. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, sad to see him go. But very exciting episode, I would say. Big episode. I would say in comparison to other seasons when we kind of see, you know, the major alliance sticking together, it gets a little boring. But I would have to say this was definitely, considering the season's kind of shaping out the B, you know, the blues sticking together, more or less. Uh, this was a pretty entertaining show. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with with this episode. Um, mm-hmm. last week, I mean, my, my prediction was completely uh, correct, so I kind of had a feeling what was going to happen the whole time. But uh, I was still entertained, and uh, I mean, a lot happened, and I think there's a lot that happened in this episode that is gonna, um, you know, we see a lot that's about to kind of brew and go down, and uh, the big alliance is about to crack. So. Well, we keep, they keep teasing that, but I think I think there definitely is some good hints. What do you think, Wes? I think yeah, it'll have to at some point. I mean, but what kept it interesting tonight, I think, was even though you think you know how it's going to go, or you may have predicted how it's going to go, they still keep you guessing because yeah. you still at the that that final moment, someone could just write down something yeah. else mm-hmm. and go their own way. And you never know the way the way the edits are going, the way certain characters are getting screen time and so, some aren't. You never know exactly who they're playing up because part of it's also the appeal of right. what the producers want us to see. And uh, speaking of which, let's start talking about... Uh, let's talk about the top of the show. There was a lot... 
of Shireen in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we a definitely Shireen heavy episode. A, a Shireen heavy episode, <laughs> no pun intended. Um but she she was definitely playing hard. And I thought, you know, again, her edit, speaking of edits, is, it went from like crazy kooky Shireen into monkey sex to getting more and more, you know, getting smarter, playing savvy, you know, being the smartest person out there, I well, would they, say. They started off by showing her as like the girl that's like creepily obsessed with Survivor and she's like so obsessed and she knows everything and she knows every single birth date and birth sign of every single person <laughs> that's ever done anything. But then she's also to like in these episodes where like, I know this game, I know how numbers work. When we get here, like this is exactly how it's gonna go and they're gonna have to split and we have to do this. And my favorite quote of all that she said tonight, which was so hilarious, <laughs> we even we paused it and rewound <laughs> it to listen to it again. She goes, I'm not in the driver's seat, but I am in the passenger seat Backseat driving. Yeah, um, or, or, or at least that's what she plans on doing by uh, by doing the strategy that she was implementing in the beginning. Which it, it's she's 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 about to become puppet master. She thinks she's about to become. Puppet she master. thinks she is. That's for sure. I mean, and maybe she's pulled back on the odd behavior a little bit, or maybe they just uh, have re-edited her a, a little. But it seems like she's maybe aware that the other people find her a bit annoying. I think if. You start to realize that, then you maybe change your your behavior a bit too. Yeah, I would say I would say that might be a little bit of each. I think we we definitely are seeing hints that she still is a little bit of the kooky Shireen. Oh, she's definitely kooky. She's I definitely- mean, there's no there's no question about that. But maybe she's just just reeling it back a little, pulling the crazy in a little bit. Yeah, no, she she definitely is pulling it, in. and and you know she was saying some very smart stuff even before that great line. When she decided, well, first of all, she did something I thought was really interesting, coming back from Tribal, just announcing it to the whole world. Hey, Mike, if you're in the finals, I'll vote for you. Yeah. And, you know, I I don't know if that's a smart play or not, but because it kind of puts, I guess it has everyone thinking, like, do I want to kick out, you know, like someone like Roddy? Do I want to take out Shireen when I know that I'm automatically putting someone in the jury that's going to vote for my nemesis? Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Mike doesn't even know he's a nemesis. But yeah, I mean, I, it's an interesting strategy. I mean, would you think, you know, making an announcement like that, what what kind of play do you think Shireen's trying to do when she says that? I think she knows that Mike is the one in the driver's seat. I mean, I think, when we were talking about this before the episode... Yeah, um, he's really emerged as the leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I think she's just sucking up to him, and if she can suck up to him, to everyone, and make it known that I think you're going to be the winner, then mm-hmm. uh, he can bring her along for the ride. Well, and that played a huge part in her... I know it's skipping... To her vote, but that yeah. played a huge part in her decision, uh, really, to, to to make that alliance and and stay in line. But here's now. the here's the interesting True. thing: uh, in previous seasons, and I'm not going to cite any specific examples, but I feel like that strategy, "I'll vote for you if if you're in the finals," usually is a strategy that you try and give to someone when you want to get rid of them. So pretty much, you're like <laughs> saying, "Here's a red marker, and I'm going to put a big old X right on you right now by saying I will I will give you a million dollars if you make it to the finals. I will give you my vote." So I feel like she's kind of putting a big X on Mike by saying that. Maybe. And then the next shot, as you kind of alluded to, the next shot, we see her chatting with Mike and Sierra and saying, hey, you know, let's get together. Let's do this, you know, because, you know, there's there's a there's a 
there's a couple of factions in this large alliance that maybe you're not aware of, and my alliance is pretty much dwindling down. I'm the least, you know, um, I'm, I'm the smallest threat out of the three of them, so why don't I just latch onto another alliance yeah. and try and Which is very myself. smart, and she was very smart to point out the other alliances, too. Um, yeah. You know, between uh, Carolyn and... Um, Will, Tyler, Exactly, Rodney. yeah, which they, of course, thought was... You know, a secret alliance. But I love how you can't keep a secret between. Yeah, <laughs> we never supposedly see Carolyn and Tyler together. We see them in confessionals, always saying, "I got to keep away from the other person," but they're not hiding it from anyone. Apparently, you can't really hide on that island, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, very interesting that they all seem to have that figured out. Uh, he, she pretty much said Carolyn was the biggest threat in the game. And Carolyn can pull Will and can pull Rodney and, of course, you know, Carolyn and Tyler. But she also doesn't like Carolyn either. So that definitely could be part of her strategy just to get rid of her. It's interesting, yeah. I mean, we've definitely heard Carolyn say some really nasty things about Shireen and confessionals. Uh, And I guess they just really obviously don't get along because, you know, they they were on the same tribe. And they just couldn't see eye to eye. Yeah, I mean, two white collar females. I mean, I just... I don't think many white collar females get along in general. Just very high powered female executives tend to have a certain personality towards them, not in a bad way, but that you kind of have to be dog eat dog to get to the top. Well, I think that's a white collar thing in general. I don't think it's necessarily females, but I think obviously if you're comparing yourself to the only other female in your right. group, yeah, I could see that. But I think alpha alpha males can do that too because sure. we definitely see that in blue uh, in blue collar. With yeah. the males. We see a similarity, although they so far are agreeing to work together, even though they're all secretly kind of starting to plot against each other. Yeah, they're waiting for that moment. <laughs> they're just waiting for that moment. But they're doing a great job at sticking together until they're able to blow each other up. I oh, mean, yeah. if, the, if they just want a blue collar to win, you know, they're doing a good job at getting blue collar to the end regardless. Yeah, so far they are. So uh, let's move on to the reward challenge because this was kind of fun. We, <laughs> we saw it teased in uh, clips last week with some really funny little flips and falls and such. And uh, and this one did not disappoint, in not my opinion. Not at all. No, it's great. Uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's talk about, let's talk about this because I thought it was really interesting. Uh, first of all, uh, we saw an obstacle course in the water, very slippery, thus a lot of the falling going on. Uh, one thing that they never, they've been doing a lot more recently, I've noticed when Jeff explains the rules, that, uh, he did this, uh, I think a couple times last season and maybe the season before. No, I think last season in particular, uh, a schoolyard pick, which probably means they have two captains and mm-hmm. they get to pick, uh, the teams themselves. And I don't know, there's that kid in me when I was in school that was picked near close to last. I wasn't super athletic, <laughs> honestly, who who still was curious to see, to see right. who picked who. Yeah. Person. But they also seemed very matched up. I mean, Will uh, went with Dan, right? So Yeah, Will and Dan were not on the same team. They, wanted, they were against each other. So right. it almost seemed like the teams were split kind evenly. of evenly between... Right. Yeah, they seem yeah. pretty even. Yeah. I mean, we we definitely saw the no collars all on the same team, and the majority of the blues on the other side. So would I would assume that one of the no collars was a captain and one of the blue collars was a captain, but. You know, it's still it would hard nice to say. To see. I always like yeah. to see and see who gets picked last. I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, because obviously, I think there's a story there too. You totally. know, uh, and strategy there too. If if you're being picked last, you're perceived as not a threat, at least to win challenges, and that goes toward. I mean, it was pretty freaking obvious that 
Will and Dan had to have been picked last for this challenge. Yeah. There's no way they, <laughs> yes, there's no way the last two. There's no way yeah. they weren't. That was probably like the last thing the editors cut out. They're like, we need to lose five seconds. Oh, it's obvious it's these two that didn't make it. We don't even need to show this. America gets it. America gets it. Yeah. They, they know suck. who was picked last. They suck at challenges. America gets it. Well, you know, Will and Shireen were on the same team. So, uh, who, who do you think were the last on, on the other side? It was, um, Will and who do you, um, cause it was, it was, sh- Shireen was the one that kind of slowed the team down. Oh no, it was Shireen on the other side. So right, Will mm-hmm. and Shireen. I thought they were on the same team for a second, but no, they were on they were on opposite teams. So I would say I would personally think it would be those two. It would be in last. Will and Shireen. I maybe I would. I think. think Dan, do, yeah, I would think Dan I mean, too. You think Dan? I, Dan surprised me with some of his agility. Oh, but, definitely. He yeah. surprised me. Dan's pretty light on his feet. Yeah. I was a little surprised by that to, as well. Like <laughs> running away from dogs as a postman or something. <laughs> I like, guess that, would, that like, would actually keep you pretty fit. So yeah. I would recommend running away from dogs. <laughs> so lose some calories just, quickly. you know, I don't want to go too long into this, but I, I, I feel like this was a really cool challenge, not just because we get to see a lot of uh, wipeouts, so to speak, but also I loved the matchups. They weren't direct direct matchups because it was a team competition but we still got to see Rodney versus Mike and we mm-hmm. know how Rodney doesn't like Mike and uh, it seemed like Mike got the best of Mike him head to head. He pulled it out in that one. I actually thought Rodney because in, in well some of the challenges, especially the physical challenges, Rodney was really able to push ahead. But in this one, Mike definitely bested him. Yeah, Mike yeah. nailed it. And and Mike's a big guy. I mean, we saw him jump over that slide, which completely was completely like, over the slide. Yeah, not even not even it. touched yeah. it at all. And then we see Rodney scoot down there. We heard that <laughs> yeah. that noise that <laughs> happens when skin, skin is on. Yeah. Oh, well, that, the hardest part for like Rodney and then. Mike and then whoever was next was that the it wasn't wet yet, so yeah. the, the next people could ease, uh, slide down a little bit easier because once that thing is wet, I think it's easier to slide. But, I guess that's true. But true. I mean, but Will then, flopped down it. I mean, so <laughs> yeah, that was the most like dead fish. He was just, so dead in that one. Yeah, flopping like down. when Tyler went down, he just like slipped down it so so easily. Yeah, it seemed to get easier the longer they were playing. So I guess you're right. The the wetter the course got, at least for the slide, for the slide, the but easier but got. But the balance, the beam, balance beam as that soaking got wet. soaking wet. That and I think that's what tripped up. Uh, the the couple last players, like Shireen, you know, she slipped on it a few Shireen, times. Shireen, Tyler, and Carolyn were both having trouble. Had trouble. A lot of that. Yeah. So yeah, and then we saw Dan versus Will again. The two big men going at it. They both had a pretty funny spot, you know, fall down the slide. Jeff Probst saying it was the most awkward thing he's seen in all of Survivor history. <laughs> and Dan, and you know, I gotta admit though, Will. Will actually was holding his own. I thought he would be really bad in this challenge, but he held his own. He said, he said, water's his kryptonite. Water's a black man's kryptonite, he said earlier <laughs> in the season. So, uh, he did actually pretty good. Tyler versus Carolyn, they both fumbled on the, on the balance beams, but Tyler kind of won out over her, even though he had, he had a little bit of a lead. And then Shireen versus Jen, and we got to see Shireen. Jen the lifeguard. Versus oh, the lifeguard. Yeah, Jen, like, took to, took to water like a fish. I mean, that yeah. was, she just whipped through that. Pretty, pretty quickly. Got oh yeah, on her. absolutely. In fact, when uh, when Joe went next after Jen, Joe got to finish the course before Sierra even started. So red team uh, in that case, which was Joe and Jen and Will mm-hmm. and Rodney, and uh, I'm missing one of them, uh, Carolyn. Carolyn. Yeah. So they had a big lead going into the second part of the challenge, pulling those rings, but blue. Won it out. Surprisingly, Joe and Jen seem to be the ones going for most of the rings, and they usually are 
really great at these challenges, but they lost out. Mike, I mean, because then Mike was the one that he, Mike got three of the mm-hmm. rings. Went Rodney, Sierra, Mike, Mike, Mike. And he was the one that killed it in the very beginning. I mean, this was his challenge, man. Yeah, and, and, yeah he really owned it. Yeah, and with the immunity idol last week and, and what we were talking about before the episodes, like this, he's a dark horse. And, and surprisingly, up. yeah, he, he was really, you could see him pumped up during the whole challenge when, yeah. when Shireen fell in the water. You could yeah. see him being really upset because he knew Joe was coming up and he was going to fly through the course. So we got to see that. And, and usually what's really good about, well, what's good about uh, winning that reward challenge is it stops the momentum of Joe. A little bit, yeah. you know, and usually you want to keep food away from, you want to keep food away from, uh, you know, the other, the people that are the threats. And in that case, at least Joe's left out. Although I don't know if chocolate is really the kind of food you want to eat. Yeah, I'm not sure those Snickers bars were, I mean, I'm sure they were very satisfying. But <laughs> I don't think that they, uh, you know, aside from that initial sugar rush, would have given anyone much more than a sour stomach at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, so. but uh, and in fact, uh, I mean, as we see later, uh, the losing tribe got to eat chicken, so <laughs> I, I, it, it still is kind of a yeah, it's a trade off in a way. Yeah, you get all this awesome, uh, all this awesome chocolate, and of course, uh, M&M Mars gets a lot of publicity. Sure, uh, boy, a lot of publicity. Wow, they yeah. really, they really. Yeah. But I think mentally, too, for the team that got the the chocolate is that they at least, A, they won. They were so happy that they won. So just it, it elevated them, I think, mentally. Yeah. Maybe maybe not as much physically with the choice of food that they had. But but to be sitting on around a table, yeah. happy that you won, eating chocolate, which is, you know, yeah. a dessert. You're excited. And Shireen, second week in a row, <laughs> she gets she gets to partake in the reward. Yeah. Although this time she officially wins it. She doesn't get chosen yeah. to be in it. And, uh, and let, let me ask you this question. Let me, let me direct this to you, Wes, because I'm really curious. I just want to know. Could you just eat one M&M? Oh, that, that was, I thought, the most torturous part of the whole episode. <laughs> like, you can have just one just M&M. One. I didn't think I would have just not had it. I think so, too. I think I would have just said no. I think I agree. You'd rather that, completely abstain. Not had it at all, yeah. I could see that. I could totally see that. Because yeah. that's just torture. I mean, it's it, it, at least you're giving it before the challenge, which is motivation to win. <laughs> right. But then you don't win. Yeah, and so that's all you get. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you still have that kind of, well, I guess, salt water and uh, chocolate mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I think I would have just, just had to back off on that one and not, <laughs> and not done it at all. But, uh, yeah, well, anyway, at least half half of the uh, tribe got to eat all this chocolate. And, and interesting commercial after the whole reward challenge segment. They had a little Snickers commercial. Oh, and by the way, really funny, too. Uh, I think after the whole Shireen segment in the beginning, they had a commercial for Disney uh, Monkey Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Disney Monkey Kingdom, <laughs> which I just thought was hilarious. Really good product placement, CVS uh, advertising. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, that was hilarious. At least, at least here in LA, it was uh, it was Disney's Monkey Kingdom for the first uh, commercial break. But uh, yeah, maybe Shireen has a, a future in uh, <laughs> monkey sex. In, uh, well, at least advertising for you know these product placements. She could be the Doctor Ruth of monkey sex. <laughs> the, yes, yes, absolutely. Whole uh, new career for her. <laughs> so, uh, so let's talk a little bit. So we see that the majority of the Blue Tribe gets to go on the reward challenge with Tyler, who is in their pocket pretty much, yeah. and Shireen, and of course. Tyler doesn't realize this, which is really smart, but Shireen kind of has something in at least with two of the members, uh, Sierra and, mm-hmm. uh, and Mike. Mike yeah. so, so, you know, Shireen is sitting on top of the world right now. She's nice and quiet and they're having a great little, uh, little feast of, uh, at the chocolate cafe. On the other side, we have Rodney who already is not happy with any of the other blues. And I feel this is like a golden opportunity for him 
to be, you know, either way, win or, win or lose, to be with all these other people, all, yeah. of, the, all of the no-callers, which he's already friends with, with Will, yeah. and Carolyn, who he's already got Carolyn, and maybe trying to start thinking about switching switching things up yeah. with Joe and Jen. Uh, this was a really interesting moment for Rodney. It was the first time he was seen as likable mm-hmm. by anybody. Yes, I was just yeah. going to say that. It's the only time I've seen him where I thought, oh, I, I could actually maybe hang out with this yeah. guy. Yeah. He was hilarious. Yeah. His impressions were Spot the best impressions on. I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. I mean, he had everyone Spot down. On. And Jen went from being so sad and such a wet blanket about not winning a challenge and hating Survivor and not wanting to be here and she didn't sign up for this even though she knows exactly what she signed up for to then like laughing and and then being really really sad about her chickens and yeah. how no one even asked if they could kill her chickens because they're hers mm. and then all of a sudden she's laughing her face off with with Rodney it's like she was really laughing yeah. it up she had like yeah she she was definitely enjoying herself with Rodney yeah. there so, so she's really interesting because yeah we didn't we didn't we glossed over that but after the reward challenge Jeff got to talk to Jen and she was distraught right then and there yeah. and just upset she's and doesn't want to be around anymore and she could have quit right there if if it was anyone else in that attitude who knows but she also said in the confessional that the more you complain that you don't want to be there the more likely you are to stick around so do you think at all that that could be at totally. this point part of her strategy totally. I mean because people think ah oh, she. You you know, she's not going to be a challenge or a threat. So you could think that, around. but I, I feel like she kind of doesn't really play her cards like that. She's kind of, you know, since the beginning, I've, I've loved her because her she's so frank. Sleeve, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's been so frank and snarky and everything, and, and she doesn't really hide it much. I mean, the no callers are terrible. They have terrible poker faces throughout <laughs> the first half of the season. If they're disgusted with someone. It's like, oh god. We even saw, saw her at the end. I could have sworn I saw her roll her eyes at the very end, skipping yeah. ahead just really briefly to to when Shireen was like, "I still have you." <laughs> like, oh, yeah, right. you could see you could see her just do a little <laughs> eye roll there. So I don't I don't think. She She's lying, but I think I don't know when that confessional was done. It was possibly done after um, after the reward challenge when she's finally like, "Well, I can't, I can't bitch too much, or else I'm stuck here." Yeah. So that's what I think. But yeah, I mean, Rodney having fun, and and Joe even said, "I, I could tell by Rodney making fun of Mike that he, there's definitely something there. There's a yeah. crack there I can exploit." But we never got to see. Rodney and Joe interact. At least we never got to see any footage of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rodney could have finally got that bromance that he'd wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has one already, but, you know, yeah. with Joaquin, I'm sure they still hang out. Um, <laughs> Red Sox, Red Yankees, yeah. Um, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, anyway, so let's move on. Well, let's let's talk about the immunity challenge. Because first of all, we, we do um, see Jen talking with Joe. And everyone knows the target's on Joe's back. But what was interesting to see was Jen talking with Joe and saying, look, if it's you and me... In the final two, just let me win it, and I will give you the idol. And with all sincerity. And I, I think it was, you know, Joe said, I trust you, I believe you. And I, I could see, like, again, she wears her heart on her sleeve, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, no, no she no definitely doubt. would have done that had she won the challenge. And she was so close. I know. She was so close. So close. And, and so Joe had two opportunities to win that idol. One for himself and one if Jen won. And it's amazing that, like... Well, first of all, it's amazing she even revealed this in Tribal Council, but, you know, so everyone gets to see it. But to see how close it was for for Joe to stay in yeah. if Jen won that well, idol. And what a week for Joe to have a hard time with the challenge. I yeah. mean, he because he was, from the very beginning, he mm-hmm. was shaking and kind of stumbling around. Like, he he never quite 
had his place on, yeah. on that block. There's no way he was going to get. Well, what do you um, what do you make of that challenge? Because obviously you're you're a professional trainer. I mean, we're, I'm just a normal guy. Oh, it gave me some ideas for leg day. I'll tell you <laughs> that much. The next leg day is going to be. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Really, but you're, really you're working your calf. You're so. working your calf muscles severely. Yes, definitely. I mean, you actually wouldn't want to sustain that kind of position for any long because you're you're going to cramp up. You could, yeah. Your calves could definitely cramp up, and your ankles at that point can turn in or out, and you can fall. So it's certainly not something you would you know really want to do for that long. But mm-hmm. it's not just uh, your calves because your your legs are going to lock up. Your knee. I mean, you saw people shaking from head yeah. to toe. So you think like, oh, pff, I could hang on on my toes for half an hour, but I don't think try, that. Yeah, try it for three minutes, and then you tell me how easy that would be to hang out. I wonder if there's an interesting mental game that messed up Joe's concentration, thinking that oh well, at least I have a backup playing with Jen. Like hmm. all his other, all of his other games was like, I must win this for me. And this, I wonder if there was like a, oh, but Jen could still win it. So I wonder if there was any, like, That's if possible. he was like 98% there as opposed to 100% there. And I wonder if that had anything to, to do with him. I think that's a good suit. point. Yeah, I mean, his focus did seem a little off. Seemed off. You know, I mean, for being the calm, collected yogi. Yeah. You know, yoga uses a lot of balance. So it, it did actually surprise me that he wasn't able to maintain on those blocks a little longer. No, but I yeah, think that was see it. That. Maybe he just thought, oh, if I'm going to fall off, I at least have a backup, and it threw his game off. Yeah. <laughs> I could definitely see that. And But he was struggling early. I mean, yeah. you got to give him at least credit. He held on for as long as he could, but he was the first one to flinch. And I think he was already in a slightly awkward position at the beginning. Well, you know, with that block at the top of your head, too, you got to think your neck. You know, suddenly you're I'd be just, so screwed. Just yeah. All, yeah there right. was that one move when it f- went over to the end when I, uh, the the block pretty much left the wall. He was just bouncing yeah, on his head like, till he saved it. <laughs> yeah, picked yeah. It up there. That was pretty amazing. I thought maybe he could get his like man bun in there just <laughs> enough, <laughs> right. to, like, just save himself, but. He should have just like uh, licked his man, uh, his, his hair bun to the thing or something and stuck some sap on it or something. Hard right? challenge. And 30 minutes. Thirty minutes—that's a long no, time. That's to, brutal to have Me your too. calves flex like that. I would get a Charlie horse in four minutes. Yeah, and and we saw—I mean—at the very end, Tyler pulled it out. Even Tyler couldn't let go of that position. I think for a good second or two, probably he's trying to. Yeah, do it he, at least he was like away. stuck there. Yeah. So Tyler <laughs> is an ex-agency assistant. Um, mm-hmm. I, he, I think he used to work at CAA. Yeah, I'm also an ex-agency assistant. Really, and I know the mental place you need to go into sometimes when you are an assistant and I could just see like when your boss is yelling at you calling you names that you don't want to be told whatever whatever happens you go to this place and you're just like I'm not a human being I'm not listening to what you're said I'm not here I saw him go there he was like he was so Tyler's yeah. soul was not present <laughs> at all yeah, and then when they were experience. like it's you're done he, he, like he had to be like snapped back into survivor like he zenned out to somewhere Lord knows where, um, and he like couldn't even get back into it. But I was that was impressive. Mm. Yeah, he was really in it to win that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and again, if he lost it, he would have lost it to Jen, and things would have ended up really, really differently. Very differently, uh, most likely for this game. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. I mean, the stuff that was going on after Tribal. We saw some scrambling. Uh, what I thought was really interesting, of course, is Shireen's trying to keep Joe in the game. 
And she's incredible again, incredibly smart. She said it herself, I'm the smartest person here right now. And and you know, considering Dan gave her that whole, you know, you're a superman who doesn't know the numbers. Right. I, I think he should be eating his words from this strategy because yeah. I think it was pretty smart. She figured out that Jen doesn't want to be here and everyone wants to vote for Joe, but if Joe votes for Jen and Jen can't vote for herself and Shireen votes for Jen, then Jen's officially out. Mm-hmm. Jen will be out because uh, the majority alliance has to split the votes because they think Joe has the idol. So we're so stoked that Shireen is so smart enough to figure this out. Like, yes, we're going to get Joe still as all Joe fans. Mm-hmm. But then our dark horse, <laughs> Mr. Mike, Mike figured it is out too, also freaking smart, yeah. too. Apparently he can and do the he numbers he pulls her aside well. <laughs> and goes, I know the numbers and I know that you could vote for Jen and kick her out. So if you want to show your alliance, you have to vote for Joe. And that's when it was like... That was... I will say this. I mean, as smart as Shireen was to see Joe... Joe pretty much said, you and Joe could vote for Jen. So I want you voting for Joe. Yep. Mike knew it. Wow. That was... That was a very big surprise for me that Mike could think that that far ahead. And and sorry, Mike. (laughs) I'm not trying to say you're dumb. I'm saying it's an incredibly intelligent move, but I think like not a lot of people I think could have that foresight and for you to notice that. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. I'm telling you it's that Southern drawl. It it fools people all the time. They underestimate you. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, you know, maybe he's a white collar in disguise. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. But uh, very ingenious play. Uh, And and again, Shireen has a dilemma now because she's She's fucked. She's still, <laughs> well, she's not fucked, but she could still screw the game around and keep Joe in the game, mm-hmm. or she could, uh, you know, work with her new alliance and prove that she's loyal, prove that she's trustworthy, and you know, get Joe kicked out by voting for him. So, and I think she, you know, we see her talking about it, and she realizes Joe's a threat. I think she's looking at them also as these people can beat me. So we see oh, where she course. goes, and yeah. she said that too. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, th- I think. I really think she was playing with it because I think it would have been kind of fun just to to throw it and keep Joe in the game. Well, that's but a, yeah. Ultimately, but you know, she had to make a choice that she, was going to benefit her not just this week, but next week and maybe on long term line. it benefits yeah. her. But yeah, I definitely. I mean, we see that with Jen too. You know, well, let's mess the game up a little bit. Let's do the unexpected, even if it means we're out sooner than later. Let's mess it up. So and and you know, Shireen, we see that little tint. Yeah. That little tingle with her too, to to just screw something up, you know. I mean, obviously she's probably rooting to, to she wants to survive as long as she can, but she'd love to also screw up with the uh, major alliance too. Of course, I mean yeah. that's the whole fun of the game. Yeah, is to, you know, you can't let everyone just play it for you. You got to at least throw <laughs> throw a monkey wrench in there when you can. Yeah, but then even with that strategy, and even though Joe was not aware of uh, the conflict that Shireen was facing with Mike, uh, Joe is a smart freaking guy himself and mm-hmm. he's a jewelry designer. Let's get this straight. He's yeah, a jewelry I designer. I don't think Joe is as smart as we give him credit for. Well, why why do you say that? I think I think the immunity idol was a very smart idea. But I think giving it to Mike was a very dumb idea. Yeah, it was a good idea that was poorly executed. Yeah. yeah. He could have easily I like I would have told like Dan, that I had the mm-hmm. idol. I would have told Rodney I had the idol. I would have told, but like, you know, but in Sierra, the, I had the idol. But in the back I, of your mind, you still knew that Mike had an idol, and that's obviously you don't want to give a fake idol. Joe doesn't that. know that. Yeah, but but you're. I'm saying you as a person knows that Joe doesn't know that. So you're saying but I would Joe, have told all these 
Sorry, guys. I would told all these dumb people like Will <laughs> and Rodney that don't know what a real idol looks like mm. that I had the idol so that they are scrambling last minute and like are scared and then don't vote for him. But here's the thing, first of all. Everyone knows what the idol looks like because Jen played one last week. And right. we know that the idols generally look the same. Well, so, Dan, Dan still um, – who was it? Mike still played it. Well, he asked if it was – Real. I think Mike... Well, Mike asked if it was real. Jeff said he couldn't verify it until after the votes were in. And mm-hmm. then Mike still played it, but he played it for Will. For so Will. so no matter what, he was screwing Joe over, whether that was a real uh, idol yeah. or not. And he was just pretty much getting rid of the idol for the sake of getting rid of the idol. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I will say this. It looked pretty cool. It was a good-looking idol. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if you can find that on eBay somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe they, Yeah, because maybe they didn't burn that one. That's actually a pretty cool, cool idea. Uh, Saul Perez, I, I, I've been tweeting at me and you uh, for a couple of these, and he said, I never saw the, ho- the the Hobby Lobby out on the island. Where did Joe get all the stuff for the Fox Idol? <laughs> yes, that's and, true. And uh, pretty funny. But, yeah, I mean, he did mention he got little bits and pieces from like the torch. Crate. Yeah. Yeah, from the crate. So he definitely, I guess, being a jewelry designer, maybe he saw some things that maybe in the beginning just saw some really cool things and said, oh, wow, it might be cool to hold on to. Mm-hmm. And then he used the strategy for for the Well, he had uh, been idol. planning it. He hit it all. He had dug a hole somewhere far away, and he hit it all. So he had been planning that for a little bit. For now. a little bit. Well, he's been... The target's been on for about a week. Yeah. Well, that was actually the really fun part of the episode, was when he suddenly just took off. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then Mike's trying to find him, and like yeah. running through the bushes, and hiding in the trees, and you know, uh, he Joe's trying to put this idol together, and scratching things on it. And I thought that was a really yeah, fun like, part yeah. of the episode. But even the strategy to do that, because, well, first of all, Mike's saying, I'm not leaving Joe's Joe's side at all. Even though Mike has the idol, I find that weird. I mean, maybe he's just playing it to a fault. like, Or maybe he's just afraid there's an idol out there. But I'm not leaving him at all. So then Joe grabs Dan and walks him all the way out, probably thinking Dan's the slowest one. He'll come back slowly. And Joe just talked to Dan and tried to get Dan uncomfortable until Dan finally left Joe alone. I I thought that was, I mean, whether you think he's smart or not because he, he... Played this trick on, tried to play the trick on on Mike. I thought it was a pretty smart way of getting by yourself for enough time to do that. Yeah, yeah, he got by himself, but I I would have told the dumbest people possible that I had it in order to get them to not vote for me. Mm-hmm. I think he, it was just like a wash. Yeah. Oh well. No, it, it, yeah. it, ended, it ended up being a wash. And you know what's worse for Joe, in my opinion, is that I do not see. Any possibility that Joe will never come back on Survivor again? He's an all-star for sure. He will definitely yeah. be back oh, in the next sure. season. Yeah, and and, and I think yeah, you know, fans would would want to see him yeah. come back. I think sure. everyone loves him and he's great. And by playing this little last ditch effort, I mean it kind of sucks because any any Survivor who is watching the show because they all watch the show for the most part right. to see who is playing and how they're playing knows that Joe has this little trick up his sleeve that he can do that so yeah. it kind of ruins him in the future for using that trick too but it was an awesome trick it would have been so sweet <laughs> had it worked so sweet had what I was hoping worked. was that maybe at least he would have given the immunity idol to Mike and then Mike would have played the wrong one. Mm. Like, since Mike has the real one and a fake one. Even after he does that great move with Shireen, you're still thinking he's dumb enough that he's going to pick the wrong one. Uh, I knew he wouldn't have because we know how smart he is. Yeah. But it would have been so funny if he just, like, if he had it both, you know, both in the pocket. And he was like, all right, here it is. And it's like, that is a real one. And he's like, fuck. Or in, like, three weeks from now, we find out. 
Or he like tries to use the fake one and he finds out he used the wrong one. Actually, what would have been smart it's too? So awesome. What would have been smart too is if he kept the fake idol and he could use that as a bargaining chip to anybody else and be like, "Guess what? I have the idol. <laughs> yeah, here you go." And he can give it to one of those other players when they're in danger of being voted off, and then get other people to vote that person off, and they look like an idiot giving a fake. Yeah, idol. That would have been awesome. But he knew it was fake. I mean, he yeah. asked. He said from the beginning, "Is this real? Can you verify this?" I mean. He, he, he pretty he much knew. Yeah. And I don't think, even if it had been real, I don't think he would have... I mean, I just don't think he would have gone along with that plan with Joe. That was just no all... Yeah. yeah. All just well, why would you save the best player? Yeah, well, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Tribal Council and, and I guess the strategy behind all this. I, I, I do agree with the whole thing with Joe, but let's talk about Jen. Uh, because... You know, here she is. She doesn't want to be there. We heard this all throughout the episode. It was a big theme for her. And Jeff pretty much said, why don't you do the the absolute biggest no-caller thing you can do? If you don't want to follow the rules and you don't want to be here, just walk out. Just quit. And she's like, no, I'm not a quitter. I respect it. Really? What do you think, Wes? No, I think she has a point. I mean, you you don't want to just give up on something and and I think there are for her there have been good points and bad points but mm-hmm. you don't just want to walk away if you end up getting voted out but because you're saving someone that you right. care about and want to to go on to win the game then you're at least leaving for kind of a purpose but just to leave and then you know with with no with no point behind it but she is generally quit i mean she wants to be out of she was fighting for her life in the immunity challenge just because just, she knew yeah. But that, that would, would keep Joe in, though. I mean, that's the thing. Is that she, and it she was, wasn't left. I don't to, think she was saving Joe as much as making herself as much of a target as possible. That mm-hmm. so that when she gave up the idol right there and there, they would just vote her out. I think it was just to put a shock on every single other person's face. She doesn't care if she's gone. She doesn't want to win, but she wants to shake up the game and surprise. She's really everybody. upset about those chickens. <laughs> yeah, and she, this is her revenge. Yeah. Well, you know, Saul Perez also tweeted at us. Uh, he said um, Jen seemed like she was having fun in previous weeks. Now that she's down in numbers, she hates it. Or she hates it? <laughs> There's a question mark there. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Do One thing that has to do with Haley being gone? I mean, because she, she really came back to life when... when uh, yeah, she, she did. Could, you know, so she maybe her, her buddy's gone and that just kind of lets her down. You know, like, when I am not eating well or if I, like, don't eat breakfast and then I eat, like, a salad for lunch... And my boss needs me to do something that she needs me to do any day. I have the worst day of my life. Like, so I can't imagine 22 days of this. Like, you're gonna be moody. You're gonna be pissed yeah. off. Your best friend is just gone. You can't win a freaking challenge. You don't get chocolate. Like, People I are would killing be bi- chickens. I'd yeah. be bipolar too. Like, <laughs> of course you're gonna say you hate this game and then love it in a second. Like, shit's gonna change. She just has a lot of feelings. She doesn't. She doesn't hide it very well. And, and you know. You're just eating rice and beans. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's vegetarian, so rice and beans are a little more acceptable to her as opposed to Rodney, yeah. who's got to have some protein. Right. I, uh, yeah. I would be emotional and saying the most random stuff all the time. Well, I mean, look, Jen Jen has been, in my opinion, like one of my my favorite characters throughout this season. She She's super snarky, very sarcastic. She definitely tells it like it is, and she likes to have fun and do her own thing. But I think at the same time, and I've, I heard this uh, from somebody once, that sarcasm can also be very availed anger. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? And, sure. and I think, you know, if you think of it that way, she's been angry being out there, people have been annoying her from the very beginning. So, and now that, of course, her best friend Haley's gone, she she wants to throw in the towel, more or less, but she doesn't want to officially quit. But she's making it as tough as possible 
to stay in there. So I, I, I actually, you know, as awesome as I think Jen is, I, she lost a couple of points for me in this episode. I really want to see her fight. I think she's got a great personality generally, and she could probably work her way, work some magic there, kind of yeah. like Shireen's doing. She could probably do something. Yeah. And that would be the best way to mess with people, you know, but besides giving the idol to Joe, it's to, to actually, you know, piss off the people you don't want to win the game and make an alliance with some of the other people. Yeah, well, she could turn it around. I mean, this could be, like you said, just kind of a mood swing. She just wasn't was in the mood for it, but maybe she'll be uh, re-energized and ready to, to I'll save my thoughts around. about this for predictions. Okay, fair I enough. To finish Tribal Council, and then I have some stuff to say about that. Fair enough. But, uh, but yeah, but, but again, you know, um, sad to see Joe go. Very sad to see Jogo. Uh, I, at least, you know, we know that the jury is, has started as opposed, you know, last week. It was really hot seeing, Haley was looking pretty hot. She looks great. Jen was, was not amazing. the only one who was really happy to see her. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say that. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Joe's gonna look great next week. And I'm sure Joe's gonna look and great gonna next look great week. They're gonna look great next to each other. And they're gonna look, they're gonna look like a, such a good couple. What's, and Jen will be jealous. So what happens when they're gone? When they're, like, what happened? like, where does the jury stay? At the, at the Hacienda, um, yeah, at the, yeah. <laughs> what are, are they, they called? Club Hacienda? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, what's the name because of the I would imagine, like, yeah. if you're not going to win Survivor, getting out first or second is probably the best because you get to still the stay there. vacation. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. still on the show, but you're not eating just rice and beans. Right. And you're not doing those challenges. So if you're not going to win the million bucks, like... Being the first out seems pretty great. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> e- everyone gets to do that. I mean, the first people voted out have to stay as well, uh, but then they get sequestered. They get separated from the jury. The jury has their own space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And usually if you go on, uh, I'm sure all the super fans notice if you go on YouTube, you go on a CBS site, you get to see them entering. Uh, entering. And I can't remember the name of it. It's Hacienda. Someone will tell me. Ponderosa. Thank you. Someone just messaged you. <laughs> yes. Ponderosa. Oh, my God. I, I was like, I knew it was something. Jeez, I just got a big explanation mark on that, too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you get to see the footage of them entering Ponderosa. Nice. So for those of you who want to see extra footage, you always can on the Internet. Because on Big Brother this year, they started doing it where they, they would show more footage of the house once the jurors Yeah, left. absolutely. And thank you. A special shout-out to that person who gave me that one. <laughs> thank you so much. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we're going to see a lot more Joe in the jury and Haley, of course. Uh, so I think that pretty much hits everything from this episode. Uh, well, we saw Shireen. Yeah. Shireen did decide to swing with Mike. Yeah. And she was the deciding vote. And that's oh, the smartest move for, yeah. her. for her, for sure. But in the last, I mean, look, even though Jen, uh, Joe was doomed, no matter what, pretty in much. the last little FU move that Jen did that kind of screwed, that put the nail in Joe's coffin, maybe there still would have been a chance. Jen decides not to vote for Joe, right? But to vote for Dan. For Dan, or or or, or I mean, yeah. right? Yeah, it was Dan. It was Dan. Yeah. So, oh wait, no, I was thinking for some reason. Vote. Yeah, that wouldn't matter. No, that, that wouldn't matter. That no. wouldn't matter. Why did I think that could... mattered? I don't know why that no, mattered. It was just a random. She had to vote for. Yeah, her. She, she had to vote for somebody else. She yeah. she had to vote for uh, for that. Okay, Throw so away. yeah, fair enough. So she voted for Dan, which I think is good because anytime any vote goes against it, we didn't we haven't seen him crumble yet, but. You know, I figure eventually he's going to get really pissed yeah. off and do something stupid again, and we'll want to vote him out more. Um, yeah, that pretty much wraps up this edition. Let's move on to some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so we mentioned a little bit of it. So Shireen seems to have this little well, side I like alliance. Your warning that you do. 
Oh, yeah. We haven't talked about that yet, but thank you so much for saying that because we, we did see some stuff uh, for scenes for next week. So if you don't like to be spoiled, if you don't want to see scenes from next week, I don't. I, I can't help it. I don't have that willpower. Yeah, but if you are really strong and you don't like to watch that stuff, you know, God bless you. You're great. Cover your ears. But yeah. you want to cover your ears. This might be the part where you want to tune out for a little bit so you don't hear this stuff. So, uh, but as I was saying, so we know Shireen's got this little side alliance going on. Uh, with uh, with Mike and um, Sierra, but what was interesting is we saw two matchups, two big matchups, and the first one was Shireen with Will. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that? I've been waiting for Will to show some to talk once this episode or this whole season. So yeah, he hasn't <laughs> really had much of a game yeah. at all. I mean, he's. Just flopping, Just flopping and around flopping and, flopping and yeah. going along with everybody else. So I'm amazed to see. I'm amazed to see him blow up. I think that's the first time we've seen him truly blow up at somebody. Yeah, because he, he does seem he's very funny and he's usually dancing around and he seems to be very lighthearted. So I'm curious to. Well, he does, but again, the last couple of weeks, because ever since he went against the no callers and and still, I mean, I think was it you saying that in one of Haley's exit interviews, she mm-hmm. was saying she thought that Will was still on the no caller side. She thought Shireen oh. turned. Somebody somebody told me they saw in one of the exit uh, interviews that Haley was talking about. Maybe it was on one of EW. Haley Haley thought at the time that Will was still on her side. So. um yeah, very interesting to see Will turn like that, and and to show that clip saying nobody likes you. I think, I think the audience as a whole has has kind of endeared themselves more and more to Shireen as yeah. the season goes along. Not for Shireen, so I mean. that was sad, especially after we heard her story about feeling all. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone has that kind of kooky, weird friend who's yeah. maybe yeah. a little socially awkward, but you still like them, mm. and I think that you're seeing a part of her that you that is endearing. And, Wait, and Will like, said, so. "I don't like you to Shireen." Yeah, and and nobody, nobody likes you. Likes you. Nobody likes you. We saw that in subtitles at That's the end, I, which I think is going to put a big. I think that will make Shireen upset, and then go find people to comfort her, and then you know that could put a target on Will's back. Yeah, I yep. think I think really by blowing up like that, it might give some sympathy votes to Shireen yeah, exactly. too. And uh, maybe endear her to a couple of the other people who are like, let's get rid of this guy. Especially since Rodney and Will, it, it seems like they know Rodney and Will kind of are hanging out too much. And, and Rodney and Mike also have a huge blow yes, up. Yes, that's, that's the other one. Yes. finally going to come to a head next week. And that's actually that's what I was going to say earlier. Um, yeah. Was that I think that that blow up is going to be huge for Jen. Because now that Jen doesn't have Joe or Haley, Jen is now a swing vote. Jen is no longer by herself. So if this blue tribe is finally splitting up, this could be perfect for Jen to get back in the game. If she wants to get yeah. back in the game, because she has her own rules. And, and you know, one thing, one other thing I did want to say about Jen um, before we, we um, before we move on is is Profs had said some things about Jen earlier in this season, which I thought was really really interesting. And like on his EW interviews, but he doesn't seem to like Jen. I, I noticed from the previous interviews, and I think. This is why, or at least he doesn't, not that he doesn't like her, but he keeps seeing how she plays by her own rules. Mm-hmm. And I think this is possibly why, because obviously Jeff does not, you know, he's not endeared to, to quitters and right. she's leaning that way. But again, if she wants to be in the game, this could be huge for her. Yeah. And it really is a what if. Uh, so who do you think would be the next one to go? Do you think Jen will be the next one to go or do you think that they're just going to keep her around at this point? Cause she's, she's a lame duck. I think one of the blow-ups will create enough of a tension where either people will... Because you're already you're in an environment, a very close environment with 
you know, now nine people. And yeah. if someone's a wild card, they're going to flip out and call people names and say everybody hates you. Or like, you know, Rodney looks very physically intimidated, so intimidating. So if he's suddenly yelling and angry, then that could make some people really yeah. um, kind of pull away from him and decide that he needs to go. What do you think? Yeah, so Mike calls Rodney out for flipping. Mm-hmm. So I think there's definitely going to be a huge divide, and I think Jen's going to be pulled yeah. in. Um, I think Shireen... Uh, I think the Shireen and the Will fight is going to get Shireen a lot of sympathy, and I have a feeling... Will is going to be out next week. Okay. I think it's about time for, uh, I mean, Joe was the biggest threat in the game. It mm-hmm. made the most sense being anybody else in that tribe to, yeah. to get Joe out. But I, I still think there's just too many really strong guys that can win immunity challenges. So I'm going to say, I think Will's a smart choice. He's not the strongest one, but I think for the same reasons that you're saying, I think Rodney will be the one blindsided and voted out next week. That's my goal. Interesting. Yeah. So, anyway, that pretty much wraps up this edition. Uh, thank you so much for our special guest this week. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. It was so, great to be here. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your, uh, you know, about your training. About oh, your absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, anyone watching this can go to my website, westferguson.com, and get a free newsletter. It's like having a personal trainer in your email. Nice. You get workout tips, diet tips, all that stuff. I use HIT training, which is high-intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. It basically uh, gets your... Um, <clears throat> High intensity cardio mixed with weight, so you just get ripped and cut and uh, looking great. So awesome! Nice. Yeah, it's kind of like a, survi- it's a survivor diet without actually having to go to the island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you wanna if you wanna work on those calf muscles in case you have an immunity challenge like this week's, yeah, you're just, working that in your in your system too. Right, so. the thirty minute calf challenge. <laughs> awesome! And Jeff, where can we find you, you during can the week? Find me on Jeff uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Jeff <laughs> underscore Therm, and I have some reality reunions coming up. For this summer, so look out for those. Awesome, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel N A N D O V E L. You can also find me here at Afterbus for a bunch of other shows, including uh, the Blacklist and Bates Motel. And you can find us all uh, on Afterbus shows. We have like ninety-seven. Please rate, comment, subscribe. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys next week. See ya. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.